Hello everyone, welcome back to Holding Fast to Faith. I'm your host, Brett Hill, and I want to thank all of our listeners around the world that are sending in messages and emails that's letting us know how much they're enjoying the program and how much these messages are touching their lives and and their friends and neighbors around them. I want to thank you for taking the time to give your testimonies and, and sharing what God is doing for you all around the world. We're now in about 68 countries around the world, and I want to thank the folks in Ireland today. We've got a lot of increased listeners in Ireland today and also in uh, Pakistan and Afghanistan. Wonderful that people in these countries are now tuning into our program and it's really looking awesome for to have you guys. And again, I want to thank the great increase of listeners in Kenya. It's unbelievable how many people are listening in Kenya now. So I want to just thank you guys for tuning in. And again, thank you for the messages of giving us the encouragement of what the the program is doing for you. Today's um, today's lesson is coming out of Proverbs chapter 3, and it's called The Focused and Determined Heart. We're going to be reading Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1 through 24. I'm in the King James Version today, so if you if you want to pause the podcast, run, grab your Bible, and come back and open up and read with me, we are uh, coming out of Proverbs chapter 3, verse 1 through 24. So, Uh, Starting with verse 1, My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the tables of thine heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with thy first fruits of thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he correcteth, even as the father, the son in whom he delighteth. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding, for the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, and the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things that can desire are not to be compared unto her. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor." Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold of her, and happy is every one that retaineth her. The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth, by understanding he has established the heavens. By his knowledge the depths are broken up, and the clouds drop down their dew. My son, let not them depart from thine eyes and keep sound wisdom and discretion. So shall thou, uh, so shall they be life unto thy soul and grace to thy neck. Then shall thou walk in thy way safely and thy foot shall not stumble. And when thou liest down, thou shalt not be afraid. Yea, thou shalt lie down and thy sleep shall be sweet." 
Church, I want to tell you today that the author of this proverb is making the case for wisdom and understanding of God's word. His principles are the only ones that are life-sustaining. We cannot be uh, sustainable in life without the principles of God's word. He's the only one that can give us true peace and harmony in our lives. When the writer speaks of life to your soul, he's speaking of health and peace where your mind, will, and emotions are concerned. He's talking about people being overwhelmed with anxiety today. He's talking about people that's overwhelmed with frustration and fear and things going on in their lives and all the trouble that this world offers us because of the things that this world just uh, does not want to listen to the Bible. The world does not want to acknowledge God the Father nor Jesus Christ the Son. It The world just wants to operate on their own and, and fear and anxiety and all kinds of stress comes out of the way that the world runs things because there's no hope in the world system. There's only hope in Jesus Christ. There's only hope when you have your trust placed in God himself and not in what man can do. So when your mind, will, and emotions are at peace, there's nothing in life around you that is causing any chaos or any anxiety within your own emotions. Why? Because you're not trusting in the world or yourself anymore. You're trusting in what God has already spoken in His Word. So we've got to get it through our heads, church, that God's Word for you is already spoken and it's already written. And you've got to look at your Bible and you've got to see that God's given you the instructions. He's given you the manual. He's given you all the life source that you need if you'll just turn to it. There's, it's all there. Nothing is hidden. Nothing from God has kept a secret about his word. He's given you everything that you need for, for health and for long life and for peace and, and, and things like that in your life so that you don't have to worry about the anxieties and the stress that goes on in this world. As a matter of fact, he's already established the outcome of our lives. He just wants us to fall in line with what he's already said about us. He didn't say that we're going to have fear and anxiety and problems in our life. He said, I've got plans for you and they're to prosper you. They're not to harm you. We just read part of what he said he had plans for us in Proverbs chapter 3. He said that if you'll follow these instructions in these 24 verses that I've just given you, he says your peace will be, uh, your sleep will be peaceful and you'll lie down at night and don't have any worries and won't have any anxieties. You won't be talking things over in your head trying to find out how to get things fixed when you're trying to sleep. Uh, and I don't know about you, but I've done that before where I lay down and everything in the world is going through my head and I can't seem to get any peace and get my mind to quieten down. But the Bible says if you'll go through these things that we just read in Proverbs chapter 3, that you'll have some peaceful sleep and you can lay your head down at night and go to sleep and you'll not be missing that well-needed sleep. Now, I've decided to make your sleep peaceful is what Jesus is saying and just follow the instructions and I'll make your sleep peaceful. Problem is, how many people truly believe God's word? Come on. Church, this is truly where our issues lie. Actually believing, receiving, following, and living what God has already told us that we need to be doing to be able to take care of our house, our house and our body and our temple and prosper inside of our own spirit. 
If you're not speaking the word of God, you're not living it. If you're not living it, you're not feeling it. If you're not feeling it, you're not believing it. And if you're not believing it, you're not receiving it. And if you're not receiving it, you must be on the other team. So true salvation, it reaches our lips. Something's got to come out of our mouth when we have a true experience with Jesus Christ. True salvation reaches our lifestyle. People will see us living what's on the pages of the Holy Word. True salvation reaches our mind, will, and emotions, and true salvation reaches our hearts, and we will live whatsoever a man thinketh so is he. Things will come out of our heart that were different from what we used to be. Why? Because when you truly believe something, it affects everything about you, and not just your weekend social endeavors. True believers are effective testifiers of what they believe. They act out what's coming out of that word that's got written in the tables of their heart. True believers are super spreaders. That you know, you've heard those words a lot about the COVID vax or the COVID uh, virus and stuff where the government uses the, the term super spreaders. Well, I'm going to tell you that true believers in Jesus Christ are super spreaders of what they've received from the Word of God and the Holy Spirit moving in their life and transforming them into the new creature in Christ that they're supposed to be. And we become super spreaders because we can't, we can't sit still. We can't keep our mouth shut about what Jesus has done for us. So we have got to spread the Word. We've got to spread the good news about Jesus Christ and what he is capable of doing in other people's lives by showing what he's done in ours. True believers are demonstrators of what they truly hold in their hearts. If you've really got Jesus Christ in your heart, it's going to come out in your lifestyle. What are you demonstrating to other people today? What's going on in your life that's showing the, the love of Jesus Christ? What are you spreading? What's coming out from you? What's pouring out of your heart? That fountain of living water? Or is it just a pond that's stagnated? What are you talking about today? What's the things that's leaving your lips? Are you talking about the love of Jesus Christ and the good news of the Father where he sent his son to die on the cross to shed his blood for the lost so that we could be redeemed and spend eternity joined with Jesus Christ and join heirs with him? Who's What's the words that's coming out of your mouth today? The answer to these three questions, tell the world what really has hold of you. And when Jesus truly gets a hold on your heart, mind, will, and emotions, he will show up in your lifestyle. Praise God. You can't help but to let him be the primary subject that comes off of your lips. Jesus Christ can change everything about the person who truly lets him in. And I don't know about you. Do I have anybody out there listening today that knows what I'm talking about? Is there anybody out there that's got Jesus Christ operating in their life like that? I'd love to hear from you. I'd love for you to send us a message on LinkedIn, Facebook, all of these all these uh, social media outlets. Send us an email on holdingfasttofaith at outlook.com and tell me is God operating in your life? Do you have the, the victory in Jesus Jesus Christ today. And I'm not, I'm not talking about somebody wearing the disguise and, and raising your hand so that you're not the only one in the room not raising your hand or, or not the only one in the room on Sunday morning praising God. I'm talking about people being real with God today. And if you, you don't know what I'm talking about, then this word that we're preaching today is just for you because too many for far too long have allowed themselves to hold on to the old man, the old worries, the old problems, the old way of dealing with life's circumstances. 
circumstances after asking Jesus to come into their life and take over, praise God. When we do that, we're supposed to let him have everything in our life. We're supposed to let him take total control. We're not supposed to just say, God, you can come in. I would really love to go to heaven. I'd really love to have salvation, but I like holding on to all these problems. I like being the one trying to solve what's going on in my life. I like having the worries. I like having the frustrations. No, why are we asking Jesus to come in and take over when we insist on continuing to handle life like we did before finding Jesus? I want to see people that shows up not to do church, but people that are building a relationship with Jesus Christ and becoming the church. Do you really trust yourself in your old ways more than you want to do Jesus? Or or, are you really trusting yourself in your old ways more than what the Bible tells you to do? How's that working out for you, church? Are we confused about why we accept Jesus Christ to start with? Things were bad before and they're still bad now. Why? Because Jesus is the church's weekend religion in a lot of places and not our everyday relationship. Oh, he's wonderful on Sunday mornings, but when life hits at 6 a.m. Monday morning, oh, here comes my problem again. Here comes the issues that I have to deal with. I don't know what in the world's happened to me. Yesterday, things felt really good, but now Monday morning's here, and all my problems are here again. All my issues are here again. What's going on? I'll tell you what's going on. Get real with God and invite him into all seven days of the week and not just Sunday morning. Don't let the worries and the bad habits and all that stuff. Where's Jesus? in all of this. He needs to be in every avenue of your life. He needs to be in every little focus group, every little avenue that you walk down, every little problem that you deal with. Jesus needs to be part of everything that you walk in, talk in, and live in every moment of your life. What happened to standing on the promises of God, church? Psalms 55 and 22 says, cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. That that scripture tells you that everything you worry about needs to go in his hands and and get out of your hands so that he can control it. Too many of us want to do all kinds of things and and lay lay things down at God's feet and say, well, God, if you're not going to take care of this, I'll just pick it back up and I'll deal with it myself. Lord, uh, how, how come you haven't picked this up yet? How come you're not doing something about this? Well, listen, his timing is not your timing. We don't need to be worried about when God's going to work. We just need to trust that he's going to do it. This is exactly why Proverbs chapter 3 was written, praise God. We've got to learn to stop laying it down on Sunday morning and picking it back up on Monday. Hello? Come on, church. I'm just preaching the Word of God here. I'm telling you a way that you can have some victory today. Do you want victory? Do you want to get hold of the Word of God and let the Word of God get hold of you? We need to do something that's real with God today and stop having Sunday morning salvation and apply Him to every day of the week in our life and let God have hold of every aspect of our life. I know somebody's getting this this morning. Proverbs 23 and 7 says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. You want to... want to live out the victorious life that God has given you, let the Word of God get inside your heart so that you'll think those words out, so that you'll walk out the Word of God. You'll live the Word of God. Let the Word of God embed itself in you and grow the fruit that it's supposed to grow. And as you think in your heart, you'll live it out and you'll have that victorious life that God intended you to have. 
So if, if you believe that you can live for God, you're right. But if you believe that you can't live for God, you're right too. Because whatever you're believing in your heart is what's going to act out in your lifestyle. Amen. Is somebody understanding that this morning? Because you are going to be right either way that you believe. If you want to believe that you're going to go to hell and have eternal damnation, I want to tell you something. You're bound for hell because you can't get your heart right and you can't get your beliefs right. You've got to have your faith in God so that you can determine where your eternal life is going to be rested at. It's your faith in God that determines your success in life. It's your faith in God that determines, if you will, to stop trying the same things and getting the same results. You want real change in your circumstances. You've got to have a determined heart and a made-up mind. A man can be focused on Christ alone and his life will change. Change starts the minute that you decide to start serving the Lord and stop playing church. Change, change comes to your life the minute you decide to start applying the Word of God to your life in every aspect of your life. And I'm talking about your health and your finances and your everyday lifestyle, your job, everything that you run into, your friends and your relationships. Let God be right in the middle of everything that you do in your life because change needs to come to the people if they want to see a victorious breakthrough in the way that their life is going and get rid of the stress and the anxiety that we face every day. Amen. I really pray somebody's getting this this morning because listen, 2 Corinthians 6 and 17 says to come out from among them. He means don't be part of the world and be hanging around with what they do and what they say and act in the way that they tell you to act. He says separate yourself from the things of this world. I've done written a manual. It's got 66 books and 1,189 chapters in it. That's your instruction manual on the way that I want you to work and the way that I want you to live, the way that I want you to worship. Stop listening to what the world's telling you to do. Stop listening to what the world's got that's the most popular thing that's trending today. Get off of Facebook and TikTok and following people that's doing those things on social media and spend some time cracking open the Word of God and follow what God's telling you to do to this morning and you'll find some victory in your life. Romans 12 and 2 says, Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. By what? The renewing of your mind. You ain't going to get that on social media. You're going to get that out of the Word of God. Crack open that Bible and start reading the Word and let it take effect. Let the Word of God take root in your heart. Take root in your lifestyle. Let it change some things about you. Let God get out His pruning shears and start carving some things out of your life and learn to be happy with what He cuts away because you didn't need it anyway. Your life needs something that He's putting in your life and not what the world's putting in your life. You want to be prosperous today? You want to be prosperous in your health? Stop running to a doctor every time you get sick and get down on your hands and knees and ask, ask the great physician to give you something in your life that's more life-sustaining. Amen. Listen, it's time to be transformed today. It's time for you to be determined in your heart to let the Lord God Almighty run your life and be true to Him and get that peaceful sleep that you've been reaching for. Get that peaceful mind that you've been needing so that you can live a victorious life with Jesus Christ and have that focused and determined heart that God intended for you to have. Amen. Listen, I want to thank you for tuning in today. And if you are touched by this message today, if God's speaking to your to your heart today, I want you to pray with me. I want you to ask God to let this word come into your heart and let it take effect in your life today. I want you to pray, Heavenly Father, I receive this word. I receive what you've said to me today in this podcast. I believe this word. And God, I want you to move everything out of my life that will make me ineffective in receiving your word and carve on me. 
God, until there's nothing left but you. And let me be satisfied with that in the name of Jesus. Let your word be the triumphant thing that's running my life in the precious name of Jesus. And listen, church, I want to thank you for tuning in. Let us know on uh, on our Facebook page. Let us know in our emails. Uh, reach out to us. Let us know that God has touched your life. Let us hear the testimonies that God is doing in your life. Thank you for everybody around the world that's doing that. It is motivating us to continue preaching and sharing the word. And listen, let God be number one in your life today and keep holding fast to faith. Praise God. I will, I will see you on the next one. Hello everyone, I want to talk to you just a second about how important it is to get your daily diet for your spirit through the Word of God. I know that we put a lot of podcasts out there and we're giving you a lot of the Word, but if you don't have a copy of the Bible, you need to find yourself one and start reading it on a daily basis. There's nothing more important for your walk with Jesus Christ than reading the Word of God every single day. If you don't have one, find you one and get out there and start reading the Word of God. It is your spiritual food. Thank you.